My name is Cameron, adult child. Very grateful to be at this meeting. Thank you, Tini, for asking me to, to speak. I want to start with just um, something that was on the same page that I'm going to be reading from. It said that we, so much of our mental and emotional anguish is a result of our steadfast need to control. And so I'm like watching all of this stuff come up as I'm prepared to talk and just see that uh, the little one wants to come out, wants to really um, perform and has this faulty idea that this could go perfectly, which is uh, impossible. And I just want to let them know it's okay to um, just like wander and go wherever we decide to go today. So, okay, well, I'm going to just go right into it. I picked a paragraph on page 143, and I'm just going to comment on a few lines in it. It's the first full paragraph here. And it says that we do not believe our brains are missing any elements. We start with the premise that we are whole and that we had a normal reaction to an abnormal situation of being raised in a dysfunctional home. Our normal reaction to protect ourselves has created survival traits, compulsions, and self-harming behaviors, which, which respond to the ACA steps and spiritual remedies. And on the higher up on the page, it says that we we see this as a spiritual dilemma rather than a, a mental illness. And without getting into all of that, this has been true for me. This has been the first thing that's really treated this this collective of um, symptoms for me. And that's including like years of therapy, um, even years of step work, at least the way I did it in another program. It really helped, but nothing got to this core for me. And so I just find a lot of hope and, um, uh, yeah, hope in the, the reality that this thing is actually gets treated with the, the tools here in ACA. For me, that's the development of a loving parent and just um, this process of integration, which I'll get into. But this was really integral to my recovery is this normalization because I have so much shame and self-judgment about having acted in the world in this way for so long with this false self, this self that's made up of these uh, laundry list traits, which I can still easily, when I'm scared, fall back into. And so for it to tell me that this is just a normal reaction to how I grew up, I take a lot of comfort in that. And um, realistically, like if I grew up with an alcoholic who was just, had no filter, was a rageaholic, and my mother, who was just the classic enabler, could not take responsibility, could not look at herself at all. It was just constant arguing and, and fighting. How could I expect to have turned out any differently? And how could I even expect myself to have this skill of like self-regulating and so it's like it's totally outside the realm of possibility and that's why i would go on and, and turn to like drugs to regulate and later is just other self-harming things that was the only way i knew how to deal with with what with these like intense emotions that i didn't really get to learn how to do and so it says that it created survival traits and like, that's a very strong word for me. Like, okay, yeah, I guess there's some stuff in my family, but survival, I don't really, 
I wouldn't say that. Like, it, it just... And of course, this was me early on with the denial of this family of dysfunction. I couldn't really see the severity of everything. But I'm, I'm a new parent, and I'm like interacting with this very, very tiny baby. And it's just giving me a whole new physical experience of, to my memories of what I experienced. And it's like, yeah, it was a matter of survival. That little seven-year-old me who was just so tiny and fragile coming outside of his room and watching this adult man screaming at the top of his lungs to this to my mother you know with like veins bulging and again just the noise and like the the loudness of it and um this little kid that i was thinking that i i could do anything about it and so my body had this physical reaction as I think about it and and I can I have that physical reaction today in scary situations and I just remember that kid standing there and being caught in like that in-between breath like like frozen I guess that's the trauma reaction frozen and so it's I just I'm able to feel the grief of that a lot more like no kid especially as I look at my own child should have to be grow up in that chaotic and toxic and violent atmosphere. And I've said recently, like, you watch this baby of mine, and he's just this sponge that absorbs everything. And I remember I was, I absorbed energy in that house. And so I'm like, you think about that fight at, at seven, and then eight, and then like, every, nearly every day, for a whole childhood, that's going to have uh, a pretty significant impact on on my on me, and so I'm I'm developing a lot of compassion for myself for for the laundry list traits I've gone out and enacted, and um, and also deepen into the feeling of feeling sad for him. I feel sad to imagine this child watching that, and um, a little bit later in this paragraph, it says that we again reminding us that we were born whole and became fragmented in body mind and spirit through abandonment and shame so i i fragmented in those moments so i'm telling you about the physical experience and then mentally again a seven-year-old i'm thinking i somehow can do something up against this adult man and so i think that's really where my overdeveloped sense of responsibility came in in that moment I thought like somehow I have this responsibility to get involved but it really wasn't my responsibility and I was powerless over what those two decided to do but that is something that would stay with me and I I continue to work through I think everyone else's feelings great thank you are my responsibility and I think that everyone's mood is my responsibility and um yeah, I, I think that any, anyone else's suffering or their hurting is my responsibility. And I can be supportive, but I, I, I don't have the power to actually fix or save or rescue, like, like we say here. And so thank you for letting me reveal that. Just that one simple memory. It's, I, I, I'm healing based on like what it tells us to break those rules of don't talk, don't trust, don't feel. So getting to just share that today, I'm already feeling a lot of that 
um, resolve and just staying with that memory. So I'm frightened of angry people. Again, this is like, this is my survival trait. I can, you can have the subtlest look on your face and I'm like ready, that inner child's ready to like, is that a hint of anger? Okay, like let's gear up. And a lot of times I think as I'm reparenting myself, I can assure myself that I'm actually safe and I don't, I don't have to go quite down that survival path. And I have the, the ability now to remove myself from situations if they truly are scary. But it's just, um, that's what's cool. Part of the adult, the, the parenting is protecting me. And he's feeling pretty protected by, um, by me. Um, okay. So since we're halfway through, I'll just, uh, I don't know why this grabbed at me. I felt like, oh, I don't want to bring this to the, to the group, but it's, it's something in this really touches me deeply. And it says that the disease can kill. Every day, adult children are, commit suicide, die in addiction, or die one day at a time in silent isolation, thinking they are hopeless. And that just brings tears to my eyes, I think, because I recognize myself in those people, the people that are in prison or still out there. And so I think that's just why this is coming up is I want to express my gratitude to this group because I know I was at the verge of wanting to die before I came into this program. I ha I just couldn't see any option. And, um, and somehow I ended up here and I remember reading the laundry list traits and I was like, Oh my God, this is me. This describes me exactly. And there's other people like me. And so just one more time, it says in ACA, we believe we were born whole and became fragmented in body, mind and spirit through abandonment and shame. We need help finding a way to return to our miracle state. And I think for me, that way of finding my way back is through reparenting. But the fact that it's fragmented, um, like the inverse of that would be the integration, I think, which it talks about in step seven and is, is another fundamental part of my ACA recovery. And so what that looks like for me today is, um, well, one, it's naming what's going on for me. So when I can name the characteristic that's the trait that's active, that already does a ton for me. And I'm constantly thinking of issues and like the index, I go here and then I see me right there. And um, the other is just ongoing work with the inner child. I'm gonna take a breath and slow down. Uh, so again, I've, I've had this experience of entering fatherhood very recently. I have a six month old whose entry into the world has just been like amazing, obviously, but also bringing up so much in me personally and in my family. And I, my mother came down recently to visit and I was just feeling so much tension and anger. I guess that would be the word is anger next to her. There was just something going on and I couldn't I couldn't get out of it. Like everything she was doing was bothering me. And finally, I get the big idea to go to the inner children. And it wasn't that same quality of my like inner child, five, six year old, who it's like where a lot of the shame and those feelings are. It was that angry feeling. And to me, it was the 
emergence of my inner teen where there's like a lot of that anger and I have not addressed anger. I'm one of those who thinks I'm not angry. And so I opened up to it and I'm just like, what are you angry about? Like, let's go ahead. And, and I let him just like go to town. I'm so pissed that you kept me in that environment for growing up. I'm so angry that you don't take any responsibility that you think you could come here and just waltz in and play grand, like it, you, there's like a lot of energy here and it was um yeah i feel some guilt admitting that like because i'm i have these rules i'm not supposed to be angry but in, in opening that up i found so much relief because i'm someone who stuffs my feelings i don't allow myself to feel my feelings and that was an opportunity for me to feel my feelings i guess and so he had that space, let it all out, and I could say, yeah, of course you're upset, and no, that shouldn't have happened. And just have that moment, to me, was like a demonstration of integration. And after that, I could like be with my mother totally differently. And um, again, anger's been the theme lately for me. Uh, one more example is, this has been the most difficult thing in my life, uh, parenting of a newborn and I've been biting my tongue about it I really want people to think that it's I'm like such a great parent and I am trying to use the steps to work through it but I, nothing's really meeting this tension in here and so I finally again open up to it I'm like hey okay I guess these guys are looking for attention my inner children let them have their voice and one minute uh, Great, thank you. Um, the team, you know, I mean, like they're, they're competing. They, they want their space. They're being forgotten in place of this very needy child. And they're, the team's like angry at my sponsor. He's like, I don't want another direction to surrender, to go to God. Like, and so just to let him have all of that was, again, just acknowledging his feelings. And I'm like uh, allowing myself to have feelings that I wasn't allowed to have. And so that that honesty for my to open up to just like resolves so much. And now I'm like, yeah, able to go back and be with my baby totally differently. But you know, there's guilt about admitting it. But once I do and let that feeling come out, then I can uh, parent the way I want to parent. So thank you so much for letting me speak here today. All and with that.